Hey, this is Jason Hubbard, and I, along with my wife, are the lead pastors of One Life Church in Nampa, Idaho. Thanks so much for checking out our podcast. We hope that it encourages you and motivates you to live for Christ. Enjoy this message. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, What a special day to be together. Thank you again for being here and to carve out this time. Um, I realize this is a family service today. And we got kids all over the place, which is fantastic. And uh, I'm not going to talk for very long. And then we're going to put fire in their hands. So it's going to be great. What could possibly go wrong? We, We have insurance, but I don't know how good it is. So... Anyways, parents, yeah, you're in charge of your kids. All right, <laughs> we're going to dig into the word. We've been talking about and in this series called, uh, yes, you do. That is fantastic. Amazing. We've been in this series uh, called God With Us. We've been taking this month to just process through this reality that God is with us. He's not a God who's far out. He's not a God who is, is just out somewhere in the cosmos not connected with our lives, not present with us, but he is a God who is with us. He's a God who is with us. And today we get to celebrate this best news of Christmas, that God's with us. God is with you in your life. He's not left you. He's not forsaken you. He's not said, well, here's your life. Figure it out. No, he's with you and he cares about you. He's intricately involved with your life, holds it in the palm of his hands, cares for every detail of it. Psalms reminds us that that the thoughts that he has towards us are more than can be numbered. The thoughts that God has towards you cannot be counted. The God that we serve loves us so much. And this, today, we celebrate this story in This is a story that is famous and been told all the way around the world. But we celebrate that on this day, we celebrate the fact that God came to earth in human form as Jesus. Was born of a virgin, lived a perfect life, grew, and ultimately would die on a cross to take your sins and my sins. And when he shed his blood, it paid for the penalty for all of our sins. And that because of that, you and I can be free of shame, free of guilt, free of the sin that we were born into because of what happened. There was an amazing shift that took place when Jesus came to earth. There was hope that was given when Jesus came to earth. You see, prior to that, there was this law that they all had to live under and perform certain things and do certain things the right way. And they had all these numerous different sacrifices that had to be done to make up for all the different things in life. When Jesus came, he fulfilled the law and said, now listen, listen, this is what's happening now. I fulfilled the law. I took care of the requirements of the law. Now all you need to do is believe in me. And when you believe in me, then you will have forgiveness, salvation, and have eternal life. Such an incredible gift. And it's undeserved. You and I don't deserve it. There's nothing we could do to deserve it. But I, I, I think about it and I look at scripture, I realize that the time that Jesus came to earth was a very dark time. 
It was a very dark time. Spiritually, economically, it was just a crazy time. There was a lot of oppression. There was a lot of things taking place. It was a very dark time. I would say that it was a very dark time in history. And it was in the the middle of this that Jesus was born and brought light into the darkness. Today, we're going to celebrate candlelight. And the idea behind lighting a candle here in just a few moments is is the idea to remind us that in a season that was very dark, Christ came as light that shone into the darkness. And I'm here to declare over you and over my life today that he does that exact same thing in our lives today. You see, without Christ, we live in darkness. Without Christ, we live in a darkness that brings emptiness. It brings desolation. It brings aimlessness. It brings discouragement. And I know that that we've all experienced these moments in our life where it's just a very dark place in our lives. And I recognize that this darkness is something that that plagues our hearts. It plagues our minds. It plagues our, our spirits. Darkness all throughout history and all throughout the the Bible was symbolic with this darkness. It was symbolic with this desolation, with aimlessness, with not being able to have any focus and care and moving. This this is the place that, that we find ourselves a lot of times. We find ourselves in a very dark place where no matter what we do, no matter where we look, no matter where we turn, we ultimately find that our lives are still very dark. You see, we try to bring in a lot of light into our lives from a bunch of different areas. We try to read a lot of things. We try to fill our lives with all the things that the world says is gonna bring light and hope to your life. And so we look to those things and we fill ourselves with these things. And we think if we do more of the fun things and if we buy more of the fun toys and if we go to more of the fun vacations and we do all this kind of stuff, it's gonna bring us joy and happiness. But we find that it actually doesn't because there's only one thing that can dispel the darkness of our lives and that's Jesus at the very beginning of time we see this that the form of the earth at the time of creation was this Genesis 1 the earth was formless and desolate emptiness and darkness was over the surface of the deep And the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. What do we find? Before God declared light, there was darkness, there was emptiness, there was formless, there was desolation. It's a model of our lives as well. But listen to this. I think this scripture is so cool. That even in the darkness, the spirit of God was hovering. And I tell you, Even in your darkness, the spirit of God is present. You might think you are in a hopeless, dark pit of depression, of anxiety, of worry. You might think that it is just weighing down on you and there's no hope, there's no life, there's no joy. But I have news for you today. God is hovering in your world. And here's the amazing thing about when God hovers in our world, he's getting ready to bring light. 
He's present. Darkness in the scripture is used for a metaphor for sin, evil, walking in rebellion against God, or at very minimum, a less than ideal spiritual situation. Or we maybe become apathetic. We maybe become a little bit religious where we just think, oh, if I just do the things or if I, if I check all the boxes and all of this kind of stuff that somehow it just adds up to what I'm supposed to be doing, forgetting about the relationship that's there. In the darkness of sin, now think about your life for a second. When sin has its effect, it causes a darkness that actually makes us stumble and grope along lacking direction. In your life, if there's sin that's present, it brings a darkness that actually brings an inability to be able to move forward in life, where you find yourself groping and grasping over every possible thing to bring you any kind of direction, any kind of hope, any kind of joy, any of these things, and it leaves us just searching for something, but the darkness of sin keeps us from being able to find it. There's an Advent study from He Reads Truth, and the writer of this particular thing that I found was Josh Cooley, and he says this, that in the darkness, think about your life, in the darkness without the light of Christ, injuries mount, nightmares haunt, fears grow, and hope wanes. So it is with sin. When we walk under the weight and the condemnation of sin, what happens? It brings injury to our life. Sometimes physical injury, sometimes mental, spiritual injury. Nightmares haunt. Man, how many of us have been plagued at times with nightmares? Maybe it's not even a nightmare while you're sleeping, but it is a a crushing weight of depression and anxiety that just rules over your mind and your heart where all of the worst case scenario things just play in your mind constantly, where fears grow and hope wanes. This is the state that we live in without the light of Christ. Maybe you're here today and those things that I just read off, you would look at your life and go, yeah, there are a few of those that are present in my life this morning. Maybe I've got some injury in my life where things just keep attacking. Maybe I've got some nightmares that are haunting me right now. Maybe I've got some fear that's growing and it's just debilitating my life. Whatever it is, maybe you're you're sitting in that space and in that place this morning. Here's the good news. Here's where it gets good is that God brings light into the darkness. You're not stuck. You're not done. The sin has not had its final word. The weight and the depression and the condemnation and the shame that you walk in is not the final word. You do not have to live in that darkness. Even if you think, you know what? I got a pretty good life. I can guarantee you that there's a place in your life that's dark. Even the people who are the most positive, outgoing, enjoying life, there's a place in each one of us that there's darkness. And we have to be real with that to understand it. From the very beginning of time, God has been bringing light into the darkness. Read this right after the creation, verses three and four of Genesis one. Then God said, let there be light. And what happened? 
there was light. And God, and there was light, and God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. (laughs) I want to declare over you today that if you're walking in darkness, if you're walking in fear and you're walking in shame, maybe you're walking under the weight of sin or condemnation or whatever it is, I want you to hear the words over you this morning. God is saying into your world today, let there be light. Hear that for yourself today. God has light for you to dispel darkness. This light was a foretaste of the light was to come. It was a shadow of something that was to come way later down the road. The night that Jesus was born, the light of life came into the darkness of the world. The light of life. Listen to this out of Isaiah 9. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. You will multiply the nation. You will increase their joy. How many are just ready for God to increase your joy? Oh boy, I gotta try that again. How many of you would like just God to come and increase your joy? And they will rejoice in your presence as with the joy of harvest, as people rejoice when they divide the spoils. For you, oh, get this, the light of life comes. You will break the yoke of their burden. Whatever's holding you down, God's gonna come to break that burden and the staff on their shoulders and the rod of their oppressor as in the battle of Midian. This is a prophetic passage about Jesus and what he would do and what he was gonna bring into the world. The reality is this, and this ties into our our series, that the light of Jesus is God with us. The light of Jesus is, is God with us. Listen to this about Jesus in John 8. He says this about himself. Jesus again spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. The one who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Not just light, but the light of life. When God started, what God started at the beginning of time, Jesus was now beginning and bringing it into our lives. And then we get to John 1, and this is so cool. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Who's it speaking of? Jesus. He was in the beginning with God, and all things came into being through him, and apart from him, not even one thing came into being that had come into being. And in him was life. And the life was the light of mankind and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness does not grasp it. Okay, that word grasp there, the Greek word of this is overpower. The darkness cannot overpower the light of Jesus Christ. If you find that you are in a dark place in your life right now and you're in a dark moment of your life, I'm believing that the light of Christ is going to come in. And when the light of Christ comes, darkness cannot prevail. You've been walking in sadness. You've been walking in loneliness. You've been walking in depression. I'm believing that the light of Jesus Christ is going to come flood your world today. And when it does, the darkness, listen, has to leave. The darkness cannot overpower the light of Jesus Christ. 
And here's the, here's the beautiful thing. There is no darkness in your life that the light of Jesus cannot overcome. Nothing. Nothing. There's no darkness that the light of Jesus cannot overcome. I want to read this really quick. This is out of this advent that I was telling you about, and it was just incredible. And I have to find it. So just pretend for a second. Here we go. Okay. This is the power of the light of Jesus. Just hear this over your life. Through his incarnation, the son of God shines heaven's radiant light into every crack and crevice of our lives. Most gloriously, Christ's marvelous work of redemption brings, oh, get this, this is gonna get good, full forgiveness for our sins and reconciliation with our creator. It exposes and defeats the vile strongholds of sin where pain, lies, and treachery reign. It destroys evil and death, our mortal enemies. It clarifies our purpose in life and illuminates the right path for us to pursue. It heals our infirmities. It brings peace during troubled times and it provides hope for today and the promise of a future glory. Boy, there are some good stuff in there, wouldn't you say? Incredible things that the light does. And here's the beautiful thing. And this is where we as the people of God and we as the church get to shine. Because as the light of Christ comes into our life, the light shines through us. It's not enough for the light to just come into us and do a work. It has to actually shine through us to a world that desperately needs the love of Jesus. This, this is the thing. This is the, the light of Christ comes into our lives and equips us to be able to do that. Guess what? Without the light of Christ, you can't be happy enough. You can't be positive enough. You can't have enough good days just in your own strength. How many of you wake up in the morning going, it's going to be a good day. And then 10 minutes later, it's not going to be a good day. It happens so quickly. The light of Christ comes in to motivate that and equip us and enable us to be able to have that inside of us. And then it shines out. Jesus said this about his followers. When the light of Christ comes into your life and dispels darkness, when people look at your life, what they're going to see is they're going to see Jesus shining through you. And you are going to be his hands and feet. Listen to this, Matthew 5, he says this. He's saying this over you and me. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. So in the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see. Why? So that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. As the light comes and does a work in your life, allow that light to shine through to the people around you. You are a light carrier. I guarantee you there's people around you that are in a place of darkness. I guarantee that God has put people in your life that are in the middle of a valley, a very dark valley. And what does he want to do? He wants to shine his light and his love into their world. And you know how he wants to do that? He wants to use you to do it. What an honor 
and what a privilege that we have. So here's the whole sum of the thing. God is with you now and brings the light of life into your darkness. That's what we celebrate today with candlelight. When it was dark, he came with light. When it was hopeless, he brought hope. When we were lonely, he bought a friend. When we needed saving, he was the savior. I guarantee you, and I want to tell you this this morning, maybe you're here and and you don't have a relationship with God. Maybe you haven't had the opportunity to, to meet this Jesus that I'm talking about today. Today is an opportunity for you to be able to meet Jesus and receive his light into your life. Maybe you've tried to find light in a bunch of different places and have found, you know what? It all comes up empty. And I come back to the same place I was before. Guess what? There's light for your life today. There's hope for your life today. There's joy and there's peace and there's forgiveness. The weight of shame and guilt can be lifted off in this place today. I want to invite the worship team to come back up and we're going to get ready to to step into candlelight moment here this morning. But before we do that, I, I I want to just give you an opportunity here. If you are in this place today, and I'm talking about light, and I'm talking about how amazing the light of Christ is and what it does in your life and how amazing, but you're saying, you know what? I think that I'm still living in a place of darkness and I need the light of Jesus and I want the light of Jesus into my life. Maybe you've never invited him into your life before. Maybe you've never given your life to him and made him the Lord of your life. Today, as we get ready to go into this candlelight moment, I wanna give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus, to ask him to come in and to bring his light Do this with me here this morning. If everyone all the, way, all the way across the room is just close your eyes for a second. And we're gonna do this just to, just to give some privacy because this is a moment between every person here and the Lord. But if you're here today and someone brought you, maybe you came in any, any random way that you ended up here this morning, we're so glad that you're here. But you're saying, you know what? No, I don't have a relationship with Jesus. I haven't, I haven't been able to sit and give my life to him. And I'm definitely, definitely walking in darkness. And you want his light to come into your life. His forgiveness, the forgiveness of his shed blood on the cross to come in to forgive you and cleanse you. And you want that here this morning. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead us in a prayer here. And I want you to just pray this out with faith. And all that means is that you're praying and believing that the words you say are gonna have a transformational effect in your life today believing that what I've been talking about today is exactly what God has for you. So if you're here today, we're all gonna pray this prayer today, together, but if you're here today and you're like, you know what, I, I, I want that light in my life. I want that forgiveness. I want the blood of Jesus to forgive my sins here this morning. I want that salvation. Or maybe you've given your life to him many, many years ago and you wanna rededicate your life to him today to make a fresh commitment to who he is. I'm gonna ask you to pray this prayer 
together today. All together, let's pray this. Say, Jesus, I come to you today and I thank you that even while I was a sinner, before I was born, you died for me. And your blood paid for all my sins. And because of it, I'm forgiven. I'm cleansed. I'm free. No longer do I live under the weight of sin. Today, I ask you to be the Lord of my life. I put my faith in you. I believe you're my savior. And today, I receive your light. And I ask that it would fill my whole life and bring light to every area. Get rid of the darkness. I'm ready to live in the light. In Jesus' name, amen.